254. The guys are not here. It's just me. I do have a special guest. We'll get to that in a minute. We had a bit of a technical hiccup. I mean, we typically record on a Thursday night, uh, Thursday or Friday. It's been Thursday more than Friday lately, though. Of course, Jesse's hunting, and uh, Justin got called away to work <laughs> last minute. So we had this topic planned, and I don't want to give away any of the any details on it because it's I think it's a pretty good topic. But it it revolved heavily around some data that Justin had. So literally, this was such a last minute thing that Sage and Nick and I were like, well, let's just uh, hmm, what should we do? Let's record tomorrow night, Friday night. Sage knew he couldn't make it, but we thought maybe Justin could make it. It turns out something came up, Nick couldn't make it. So <laughs> they were like, well, I guess we're just not going to do a show this week. But I decided to not let that happen for no particular reason other than what the hell. I got nothing else to do, right? I just wanted to, you know, spend a little bit of time with you. And then I'm going to introduce our special guest. You guys, you guys might know this guy, right? And if you were fortunate enough to come to RCHN4, you probably met this guy. So without further ado, the special guest tonight is Ken. Hey, what's up? What's going on, Ken? You know, the sign is hanging on this store. The store is closed at this moment. <laughs> the citizen registration store is also closed and I thought I'd uh, hang out with you and spend the evening. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to do, we're not, you know, we're, we're going to not going to really talk much about helis tonight, although I will tell you a little bit about what I've been up to this week. Um, we're going to kind of get to know Ken a little bit better. He's been on the show before, but this one, we're just going to kind of interview him. We're going to have, kind of find out what makes him tick as best we can. Cause I don't really think anybody knows the answer to that question. <laughs> Including me. <laughs> it's a mixture of coffee and who knows what orange juice. I don't know what it is. I have determined that you do not have an off button. No, without a doubt. No. And it's a very infectious, uh, personality. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's in a good way. <laughs> it is in a good way. You know, one one thing, uh, let me just tell you, the listeners, what Ken does for us. So, I mean, we talk about it quite a bit, but since he's here and we don't get to hear from him very often, I just kind of want to start it off. So Ken, as you guys know, handles all of the 
merchandise and the citizen card registrations and a few other little behind the scenes th- scenes things that that really makes life easier for us. I mean, he does this of his own. I mean, his paycheck is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> you know, it's since that last raise you gave me though, I, I really can't complain. <laughs> yeah, now you can buy two candy bars. <laughs> yeah, two candy bars. I'm up to two Hershey bars. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. But you know, it's it's a lot of work. First of all, it's a lot of work doing this weekly show. Um, but when you add on top of it all this other stuff that, that I don't want to say needs to be done, but sure, it's nice to have done because we get a lot of people, you know, the shirts, stuff like that. That's important, right? Because people want to support us. Um, they, want, they want to wear their RCHN gear at various fun flies or to their local flying field. And it's kind of a, it's just something that needs to be done, but it's a ton of work. And I tried it myself when we, we, the first time we did shirts, I'll remember back away. This is a long time ago. We were a little unsure about how it was going to go. So if can, I I don't know. I don't know if you were even listening at the time. I'm not sure. I, but. I, I was listening at the time. And what I remember was you guys were going through several design stages. We were. But what made it even worse? Well, worse is the wrong word. What made it even more complicated was we did a pre-order. Instead of ordering shirts, we did a pre-order. Right. Now, now in theory, that sounded great, right? Because we, were we weren't going to waste any money. We were going to buy exactly what we needed. And get those shirts sent out, right? And and oh my gosh, it we were overwhelmed first and foremost. Thank you uh, to those who bought those first round of shirts because it was huge. The pre order, I mean, for us it was huge. I mean, for a shirt shop, not a big deal, but for us, and then to keep track of who bought what and where it was supposed to go, and oh my gosh, it just turned into a logistics nightmare. And I think. I want to say those were right before the first fun flight because I remember I did a lot of those at Dieter's. Um, literally threw them in a box, <laughs> yep. drove to Dieter's, and then Dieter and um, I think George was there and Taylor Glance from Billings was there and the three of us literally stuffed, counted, folded, envelopes, postage, uh, all night long. It took forever. So anyway, moving forward, we decided we needed a better way to do it. And I can't, and this is kind of what we're going to, can we're going to kind of get into with you, but you're going to have to refresh my memory because I don't even remember exactly how it all started, but I do remember that we needed some help. Okay, I do. And, and, and this is where Ken stepped up. So Ken, tell us, tell us how, how did you and I, 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 I you're from Montana Gray Falls. Right. And I can't, I can't even remember specifically how we met. I'm sure it was through the show somehow. Okay. So this is the way we met and, and you put a gag order on me being from Montana. I can't talk about those curly blonde headed animals. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, uh, that being said, we met when you put out a call for an organization that you had formed called RC fly. RC fly. So, and, and at the time I, I was getting into helis and I had, uh, I'd gotten into helis a little bit. And so we talked on the side, but you put the call out for RC fly and I answered the call 
and a couple of other guys did. And we started our, how often did we meet? Once a week? Was it only once? <laughs> it was once. A, well, when we first started, it, it started out quite a bit more. Uh, Larry, Larry Kagan. Right. Yep. yep. And, and Quinn. And Quinn. And there were just a, just a handful of select guys. And we started meeting, well, two or three times a week. And then we, we finally pared it down because you guys had the podcast every week. And I believe at that time it was like on late Friday evenings. Yeah, it, it was. No, it was. I remember because I used to do the meetings at work and it was like it was a Wednesday, I believe. I yeah. don't, it, right. Either, either here or there, it doesn't matter. Yeah, e- but, either way, we were every other every other part of the week. We were you were meeting on the podcast and then we were meeting on RC Fly. And then RC Fly grew into uh, core five and six guys. And then uh, you asked me to come out to RCHN2, which was out at Deer Park up north of Spokane. That's right. RC Fly set up a booth and we handed out some flyers and did some stuff. And I actually signed up for the fun fly and had a blast. And you and I had started talking about, <laughs> you had this, couple of boxes full of shirts and hoodies and <laughs> where <are> the hats and <laughs> trying to sell them at the fun fly. And I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's how they keep those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, RCHN two happened and then I got involved. So I got, yes. I got the box, <laughs> the box, the two boxes of apparel came to me and uh let's you organized it. I, I the first thing i did was took it out and sorted it out by sizes and by types of the shirts and stuff like that yeah and basically put together what i have today in some uh plastic tubs that we can pack up and mobilize to our fun fly mobile store yeah as it were it is yeah. it's the mobile store so you did skip over one little thing and i'm not sure if it's because you don't want to talk about it but um i'm gonna make you okay. talk about it all right <laughs> you actually were involved with another podcast for a little while i, I was involved with a, a little podcast for a little while yes yeah go ahead and tell us what that was Oh, you might have to edit this because I forgot the damn name of it. Was it? Uh, <laughs> I'm totally leaving that in. Was it? Uh, uh, was it RC Hanger? Hanger time. RC Hanger, Hanger time. time. Oh, that's right. I was, you guys actually interviewed me on that show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Connor. Yeah, Mike Connor with RC Hanger time had you on the show, and at mm-hmm. the time, I had just started doing some sound bits for Mike's show. Right. And I had done an introduction for his show and I had done an outro for his show and uh he was pretty much taking care of the rest. So uh that yeah. that's how you kind of found out that I had a, <laughs> a very limited <laughs> at the time uh sound editing skills. So I, I'd forgot yeah. all about that till you just mentioned it. But uh that's basically where I got my audio equipment start for uh what we use today so yeah so between that and we were going to start a podcast for rc fly we were we were gonna do that um 
there was a lot of meetings about scheduling meetings that <laughs> just ended up kind of making me lose my zeal for the whole thing, to be honest with you. Yeah, there was a lot good, of... Good group of guys. I just, I, you know, some of those guys I'm still friends with to this day. Uh, a few of us wanted to get up and go, uh, and a few of us wanted to have meetings. <laughs> Really there, there was a kind of lot, it down to. a lot of organizing going on, and uh, we not a lot of doing. We really had to hit the ground running, and a lot of guys wanted to uh, keep assess the situation, keep assessing, and keep organizing. And we really needed to uh, get the get the word going out there. And you know, it's unfortunate that it, it folded. I still say and think it was ahead of its time. And yeah, uh, I think so. You know. Uh, it was actually, if you think about it, it was kind of visionary with what's going on today. And uh, uh, anyway, that's where it all started. Then uh, <laughs> I, I got this call from Nick Lynn about the citizen program. Oh, I'm going to, before you get into that, okay. I want to tell you a little side story, a little bit, a little inside scoop. Now, uh, I remember when Nick proposed that idea to me and, and not to take the sail out of Nick's uh, or the sail out of Nick's wind. <laughs> He's got a lot of wind, right? But not to take the wind out of Nick's sail. Cause it, it really has turned out to be an amazing aspect of what we do here. You know, it, it's, it, it's a, people are proud of their citizen numbers and we get that a lot. We see it at the fun flies. We see people posting on Facebook uh, with their citizen numbers. And it's a, it's a great way to, to interact and, and kind of bring listeners into, I guess, a more intimate level. Right. Yep. It's awesome. But there is <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, when I, so this goes way, way, way back to the first version of the show. we, you know, RC Heli Nation, the nation, that's something that's always been kind of an aspect of, of the show. It's a tagline, so to speak, the nation. Well, those those of you who have been listening and remember the old days, and I know there are a few of you out there when it was just me and Acid, we didn't do it in such a manner as Nick did it, but Nick was very surprised to hear that we had actually done that. I don't know if you knew that, Ken, but we... I actually have, and I still have, I, in fact, I just was looking at it the other day. Everybody, and I can't remember how we, I think it, we asked people to email in. So as I would get these emails, I would. I actually had this like accountant's book, a CPA book. You know what I'm talking about, a, a ledger a book. A ledger book, right. And as I would get emails, I would assign a number, right? And it started at 100. And so we didn't use it as a promotional tool like we're doing now, but we did use it for giveaways and for stuff like that. So, and of course we didn't have the official looking little cards that people have now. Uh, and Nick was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, but obviously Nick's vision was much more grand in, in nature. So go ahead and, and tell us about, your interaction with Nick when, when that idea spawned. Okay. So I, I'm just getting the store in order. I get the store all set up and I'm showing you guys how it works and I'm raising some eyebrows and getting some, you know, fingers on the chin going, Hmm. 
this guy can organize stuff, <laughs> especially Nick. Nick was like, he's got organization skills. So he he presented the citizen program and, and told me the whole deal, how, how it was done and how the, you know, people log onto the website and there's a database and, you know, here's the, here's the whole sheet. We got like, I think it was close to 125 people signed up. And at that time, all the cards were pre-printed with their names originally. Yeah. The, the original batch, right? The original folks. Yeah. So, so he's explaining this and I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of like credit cards. You know, you get these plastic cards and I, I had no idea what they looked like at the time. And uh, so I get these, these boxes, <laughs> cardboard boxes of credit cards, plastic cards in the mail. And he sends me this, uh, this uh, letter. Here's the citizen's letter I had in mind. And, you know, for sure we know, <laughs> we know, <laughs> we know there's, uh, six guys, right? <laughs> it starts with Dan, then me, then it goes to uh, Justin and Jesse, and then Dieter at the time, and it just it just kept building from there. And I remember when you guys first released this official release, I was out on the road traveling, and I tried to log on to the website and get signed up. Right after, yeah. right after Dieter. Cause you, you had, and you had, you knew it was happening. I knew I had the heads up. Yeah. So I had the heads up and I was going and I was signing up and, and it crashed and I'm like, son of a, you know, so I'm calling you and I'm telling you what's going on and you're calling Larry and Larry's fixing the website or some damn thing. And I come back and I'm like, and you're like, try it again. And I'm like, ah. I got to, I'm driving. I can't. So I, I pull over and find a Wi-Fi spot and log on crashed again. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh man, I'm pulling my hair out. Cause I'm really trying to get a, an early number. Right. Well, I got back and by that time, and this was only a couple days later, I got citizen number two, four, zero, 240. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's it. I'm 240, yeah. man. <laughs> so that's the way that story went. But I got these boxes in the mail and then I got this huge list from the database and it uh, turned out that a couple of were out of order and uh, needed to be reassigned and this and that. And like I said, all those cards were pre-made with everybody's name. So that database had to match up. Right. And I was the one who had to go in and organize that, put it together. And then <laughs> by hand, I still take a lot of pride in this, fold each and every letter with each and every citizen's card with a labeled address that looks really professional when you get it in the mail with the citizen number, the name and the address and the postage and get all those out in the mail. Uh, about 10 or 11 came back because of people changing addresses or something like that in the meantime, which wasn't really too awful bad according to the volume that we were sending out at that time. And then it's just been every single time we get a citizen registration, it's an, go out immediately. They go out as soon as I get them in, they're addressed, stamped, 
And I have to make the names now and put them on the cards, which is great. Make sure they're spelled correctly and folded individually. Put in the mail as soon as I get them in. So that's the way it's been happening ever since. So other than the cards, uh, and actually I noticed um, you handle the shirts as well as we talked about. But one thing I wanted to bring up, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but just recently a listener, Doug Darby, bought a hoodie. Yes, he did. Did you did you see the post he put on Facebook? He bought a hoodie and a shirt. Yeah, I, I did. and he put a post on. Did yep. you see the post? I did see the post. It was like, wow, I ordered this like on a Sunday or a Monday, and it's, you know, and it's here already, and it was like Wednesday. Yeah, he ordered it on Monday. And he, he Facebook messaged me saying, hey, I got a fun fly coming up. And uh, there was a little issue. The uh, the website only let him order his hoodie and the shirt individually. And he's like, hey, can you combine those for shipping? And I always notice if that happens. And uh, so that was already worked out. And it was kind of cool because when I was chatting with him on Messenger, I was letting him know that his items were going out soon as they get off messenger they're on the way to the post office so let me go damn it <laughs> so, <laughs> stop talking to me and then while, while he was doing that i was like yeah come on we gotta gotta give doug a special note here so i i put his citizen number and i said doug darby uh he's citizen number 450 and i said bad gas is bad ass and i put all of our <laughs> signatures like like it's on the end of the the citizens letters yeah, put all our citizens on the bottom and folded it up and put it in his order. And then on the mailing label, he said this made him uh, giggle too. Uh, it's got his name, you know, Doug Darby. And then there's a little spot in there if you're sending it to a company. And for the company, I put bad gas. <laughs> so right on his mailing <laughs> label, it's got Doug Darby, bad gas, and then his address, right? Uh so that's the first thing he saw that made him giggle. And then when he opened it up, he got his note. So, <laughs> yep. He was uh, pretty, I wanna pretty happy. I want to kind of split for just a second because there's one thing about this particular show. It's not going to be a super long one. Uh, so we're not going to put any ads in this show. But in, in lieu of that, because, you know, let's face it, it takes money to do what we're doing. And, and we need our, our we need and appreciate our sponsors. So I'm going to take just a few minutes here to kind of talk about those guys. Uh, just, just in lieu of having any ads in this, in this particular episode. So we're going to start it off with BK designs. Of course, you guys all know Bert camera down there. Um, in particular, uh, his servo line Spartan RC and switch blades. Um, thank you, Bert, for your support. And, you know, we always get asked, um, how can we, you know, how can we show support or what can we do to help? Our, what we would love to see, what we'd absolutely love to see is when you, if you're looking to buy some stuff and you're going to buy something from somebody that sponsors, if you could just mention that, uh, you know, thank you for supporting RCHN. It lets them know that it's advertising money well spent and it encourages them to also to re-up, right? Because Absolutely. when it comes right down to it, we got to pay for <laughs> we got to pay for the web hosting, and of course, you guys all know we're having some issues with that. And boy, the 
don't have a solution yet, but it's kind of looking like the solution is going to be mighty expensive. We're just getting to that point where, you know, we're getting kind of ushered out of typical web hosting solutions, uh, mainly because of our download numbers, Uh, not necessarily total uh, data downloaded, but it's the number of times it's being requested at any particular moment. And of course, Mondays, that's a tough one. So this is what our sponsors do for us. So we have, like I said, BK Designs. Of course, we have Ken at Lower Heli, the wizard. You know, what more could you say about Ken at Lower Heli? Fly lower. Supports the fly lower. He's, he he supports all the Northwest events. He's at most every one of them. And he shows up in good spirits, supplies parts, and uh, is just always a kick to be around. Definitely, if you come to a Northwest event, go say hi to Ken at Lower Heli. Then we have Soko Heli Tools. The best setup tool on the planet. I use one. Nick uses one. Justin uses one. I believe Jesse uses one. I, don't quote me on that because I just don't know, to be honest <laughs> with you. But I'm sure he, pretty sure he does. Uh, of course, Andy is fantastic. Very supportive of the show. A uh, big thank you to Andy for that. Uh, Progressive RC, longtime supporter of not only RC Heli Nation, but the Northwest and other events throughout the country. These guys are into the hobby and they support the hobby in many different ways. And of course they supply fantastic equipment. Alex at MSH USA. They're on top of it, right? They got things going, uh, pushing the envelope, coming out with new machines. Uh, Alex also shows up at events and works his ass off helping people. We saw it at our CHN four. Anytime someone had a question, he would drop what he was doing and help. Uh, great support. Great support there. Of course, we have uh, Larry, Dude Man Larry, Superiority, right? If you're looking for some web hosting. Uh, he's the guy to call. I mean, he's handling us. And, and, and the, uh, one thing I do want to say when it comes to that, the issues that we are having are in no way a reflection on Larry because he's dealing within the constraints that we have imposed upon him. Right. Um, when it comes to these issues we've been having, he's looking for solutions for us that are fall within our budget. And so once we we have that figured out, I'm sure Larry will be right on top of it. So I do believe that I forget anybody. I don't think so. But anyway, thank you to our supporters. And if uh, you know, as a listener, if you're wondering how you can help us. Just uh, say thank you from these these particular manufacturers. You bet. It means a lot. Drop them a line. It, it means a lot. To, it means the world to us. So, absolutely. So, Ken, back to you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about. We've talked about your involvement with RCHN and kind of how we met. But tell us a little bit about your hobby. I know. It's kind of been a dicey thing for you, and I know you're you're kind of in the same situation as I was. Um, no one around, really, I mean, locally, to kind of help you, and I know you've got a few helis. Tell us about your hobby experience, and good and bad, because we all go through it. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me tell you my story. My story was this. Like I said, I, I first got involved with... Uh, 
with Helly's before we even met. Uh, there's a club north of town here in Great Falls, and there's some really, really great guys. But as, as you guys know, most of the flying fields are plankers. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's there's no heli guys. There was one heli guy here, and he has since up and moved to his winter home for good. Somewhere down south. Can't tell you where. Just up and left, gave him a call one day, and he's gone. So gone. the other gone. the other heli guy that uh, that I used to go fly with at the club is is gone. So I'm pretty self taught. Uh, I I grabbed a little book off the internet. Can't even remember the name of it. It's over here in my library, but that's not important. Read a little bit through the book, and I was talking to Justin about this today about how much stuff that I had taught myself the wrong way and uh people can can look at my uh transmitter and look it up and yes i still have a throttle and pitch curve i do (laughs) i do fly old school old school buddy it turns blades i don't you know i'm not into that I, yeah. I fly what I can afford, and they got fly bars on them. And as a matter of fact, if you come up to my now customized uh, Align 500 helicopter, and I say customized, I'll drop some names in a minute, but um, I got some autographs at the last fun fly. <laughs> so, but anyway, they have they have fly bars, and in honor of one of the eldest, uh commercial spoofs that you guys did at RCLE Nation, I have on my rotor blades, very close to the center portion of the the main shaft, save the fly bar. Save the fly bar. <laughs> so everybody sees that on my blades and you got to kind of tilt your head because they're, you know, rotated on each blade. But when they read that, they get a chuckle. So I, you know what I'm going to do? Um, at the end of this show, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure I still have that. I know you in do because we did it in episode 200. So what I'm going to do for those of you who are new to the show and maybe haven't heard that spoof, it's an old one. I mean, it was like one of the first spoofs that I ever made. That's a good one though. It's really good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just throw it in at the very, very end of this. So after the outro and all that stuff. Uh, take a listen if you're interested. <laughs> so, so I have old helicopters and I don't care because those are fun to me. And, uh, 10 years from now, when people don't know what a fly bar is, I just do want to mention that I also am into real helicopters. I don't fly them. I used to be associated with them in the air force. And I had the honor of flying on the H three Jolly Green Giants before they retired them and got the H sixties now. But uh, the Huey helicopter has a fly bar, and it's one of the most common <laughs> and popular helicopters in the world, and it has a fly bar. So there. Um, enough about the fly bar. About the hobby, it's also very windy where I live. Um, Indeed it is. More so than Chicago. Yeah. I don't know what it is about this place, but we're at the bottom there's of no the, mountains there's no trees well here's the deal we're at the bottom of the mountain plateau so when the yes, air yes 
air falls over the mountain, it keeps pushing down and then it's pushed around by the Missouri River and several other factors and so close to Canada that the atmosphere always seems to be moving here. So that's not on my side. And you're up there in the, the beautiful Bitterroot Valley where you're in a valley. God's country. Yes. God's country. And you you get the shielding of that big old mountain part to the west where all of our weather is yeah. coming in. So uh, I'm kind of envious of that. We have to deal with a lot of wind here. So I'm basically parked in the hangar for the winter. Uh, every now and again, when the when the snow does flow out here and the snow gets just right, I do have a set of pontoons. And I throw those on the, on the 500 and go land in the snow drifts. <laughs> but you can't have that powdery stuff because I can't balloon the, the receivers like the RC cars, you know. Right. Can't have the antennas and those balloons. But uh, the, if the snow gets right, it's fun to go play with those. But every now and again, you, you get to go out and you get to play and, and have fun. And it's a hobby that, you know, you, you somebody said it not too long ago here, a couple episodes back, that don't ever get rid of your helicopters because you'll regret it. Um, yes. Don't sell them. Just, you know, if you have to take a break, take a break, do what you got to do, step back. And I have to do that a lot with the weather and the circumstances, but I have them. I will have them. And uh, they're going to keep turning blades and having fun because they are a great source of fun. And and the, the biggest fun with me uh, <laughs> is the people. Uh, when I go out to my one fun fly a year, which was uh, RCHN4, looking forward to five, it goes way too quick. Yes. You know, I mean, it's a long... Unless you're sick. It's a long. <laughs> Speaking of that, anyway, I, I caught that crap. That was no fun, dude. <laughs> I'm still on the tail end of that stuff. It was nasty. But in oh, at any bad. event, um, I, I really felt for you because you, you were having a hell of a hard time there. I, I didn't think you were going to make the podcast, but... I didn't, I wasn't thinking I was going to either. In fact, truth be told, if I, I actually contemplated going home because I, I mean, I, I was, ugh, it was bad. It was bad. It was just, it was, no, it was, but, it you know, was really it, bad. It was a couple days there and everything started looking a little better. started feeling a little better. So yeah. all's well that ends well. It, yeah, it, it, it was, did. I'm, it was I'm glad you pulled through. It was amazing the way you pulled through. Uh, but anyway, that fun fly, uh, as well as the the two that I've gone before. Those are the fun flies I get to go to. They are amazing. The, the people that show up, uh, we're our own group of people. We're, we're, we all have the, the commonality of the, the nation. And when you show up out there, it's, it's more than friends. I mean, there are yeah. some crazy people. And uh, who was the Australian we met this year? Matt. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope to see him again next year. Cause that guy was a ton of fun and I'm not just talking about his accent, but his, his overall let's go out and fly and have fun. And, uh, I could go on and on about the names out there, but having so much fun, we were having so much fun at that card game that people were coming from the opposite ends of the fun fly to see what was so funny. Yeah. And I, I was literally hurting the next day in my rib area from laughing so damn hard. It was such, <laughs> such 
that cards against humanity. I think that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. What a hilarious game. And you, you just can't reproduce that kind of fun. It's just such a blast. And, uh, you know, you think you get that many rowdy people together and, and, and things happen, but there's, there's a, a really good sense of discipline. I mean, you have to know what you're doing when you're in the RC heli hobby. It's, it's a lot different than, uh, flying or running any other RC craft or cars or things of that nature. It's, it's very technical in nature and you have to have a real good head on your shoulders. And I'm not trying to scare people away. It's fun, and there's a knowledge base there at RC Heli Nation that's just so awesome. Yeah, and deep. it is. And I haven't been to many other fun flies, but I do know that if you're if you're wanting to learn some stuff, to come to our fun fly, and especially if you're wanting to hang out with some real fun people and have a good time, it is the place to be. And I I don't even drink. <laughs> so i mean and it, it's it's such a good time and uh there are such good people out there i just can't say enough about it it's just uh it goes way too quick and uh you uh on the way home you're already looking forward to next year so it's great looking yeah. forward to it you know and uh one thing that that fun fly really captures um is the essence of of RC Heli Nation, and and I and I mean that in a sense of uh, from its beginnings. Um, you know, the nation was essentially created to to forge a, to bridge is a better word to bridge a community, a global community, right? Because. I know, and and you know, as you just expressed through your own experience that. That this hobby, I, 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 you know, I don't, I doubt that we could get these numbers, but I would be curious, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that it's a fairly high number of folks that that have wanted, contemplated, thought about, and eventually got an RC helicopter, only to be discouraged because of the learning curve initially, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I, not to hash up old. Not so good memories. I mean, I had, I had a lot of, uh, I guess at the beginning, and I've mentioned this before. It was there. It was met with some, uh, a raised eyebrow. Some, you know, what, what's your, you know, what's your angle? Why, you know, why are you doing this? You, who are you to do this? And 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 all this, you know. And to be honest, it it really was. I found that I really enjoyed talking about RC helicopters back in those days. I mean, when I was, when I was at the time I was recovering from my injury and I wasn't working and helicopters kind of brought me back from an abyss, it gave me something to look forward to, but I was alone. It, I was alone here, right? There was nobody around. And I just thought, what, a, what I hadn't, I had no, I had no experience with doing anything like this. But I thought, what a great way to bridge not not only the technical knowledge aspect of what what a podcast can do, but to bridge the community, the, that communal feeling, that that feeling of belonging to something of like-minded individuals. 
Did you have I, that any idea at the time? And th- I, I realized too that this is version 2.0. So after version 1.0 or the original, the second go, did you have any idea that it would turn into what it is today? Not even, not even an inkling. I mean, to this, to even to this, to still today, I sometimes. I just go, wow, I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me. I mean, the emails that we get, the, and you know, when people meet us that have heard us for two, three, four plus years, uh, the excitement, you know, and, and it's, it's humbling. I had no, no aspirations of it becoming what it was, but I knew that I wanted, I knew that I wanted to do it. I just knew I needed to find the right guys to do it. And I think that um, it's quite impressive to when you sit back and think about, uh, first of all, all the episodes, all the hours, what it's be, what it's turned into. I tell you what's humbling. And, um, what's humbling to me is, is when I get a, a hoodie order and I see the address and it's, you know, Vietnam. Right. Australia. Um, yes. The Netherlands, yes. Sweden. It's just, it's amazing. And I, I, I have to tell you too, we're about to reach another milestone in the, in the citizens of the nation. We are at citizen number 797. Let me say that wow. again, 797. So 800 is coming up. <laughs> You know we're three away, so whoever wants 800, come and get it. (laughs) A little plug there. But once again, just just seeing how many. And what's really cool is is every now and again I've got to run through the database because you guys will do a a drawing and then do a a raffle. And and I have to go through and I have to look. And I'm looking and I'm going, oh, hey, I I met this guy at the Fun Fly. Or I know this guy. Or, yeah. or, you know, oh, that's who this guy is. Okay. And it's yeah. like putting, putting the, the, the names to the, and the faces to the names are, it's just, it's amazing. And, yeah. uh, to see how big and to be part of something that that's big too. And, uh, it's just, it is very humbling. Well, to kind of wrap that, to kind of bring that back to full circle. I mean, that's that whole experience, that whole community experience that I really was longing for back when all this, you know, was started, you know, and we were only getting, you know, a hundred downloads and, and not caring and, and still to this day. And we've said it, I still think that even if we were getting a hundred downloads, we'd still be doing it because we enjoy it that much. You know, it's not about, it's not about the numbers. It's about, it's about the creative process for one thing. It, it's a, it's an outlet. It's a hobby within a hobby, but it brings that community feeling to those of us who are isolated from other flyers and and guys who fly around a lot of other heli guys. I don't think they can appreciate that longing. Now I I know they can appreciate the community, but that 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 desire to feel like you belong to that larger community when you're so isolated, right? It really makes the hobby tough. Because it is so demanding, technically, uh, mentally, 
You know, it's so demanding. Well, and and, and the and, toughest thing too is even with the regulation, there are so many things working against the hobby. Uh, and and you know, you do hear it that it's it's trimming down and it's but we we don't see it. I mean, there is so much interaction that we get and it's on a weekly basis that we actually see it thriving and and doing good especially in in the way that the economy is now the election year coming up the whole works we stay out of the politics we have fun yes and that's the whole focus is having a good time because it it is a hobby i get i get lots of emails thanks for thanks for those uh, yeah. the listeners send me emails they tell me thanks for helping out and i just want to say that it is my pleasure to be a part of something that's bigger than me uh to, to go out every year to the fun fly, meet new people, have fun and, uh, to help out where I can, because it is a huge amount of work and, uh, whatever I can do to help out and keep helping out. That's what I'm going to do. So thanks for having me. Yeah. And I just, of course, uh, we're going to be wrapping this one up shortly, but I just wanted to, you know, we say it a lot, we say it, but I, I don't think we ever get a chance to, to say it while you're here on the show with us, but you know, the, the four, the four of us, you know, is, and we've told you this before, but we consider you literally the fifth member, right? Um, it's, it's, you handle so much of that back behind the scenes stuff that it takes so much, so much work off of our already, uh, fairly busy shoulders when it comes to putting the show together. And it means the world to us, and we really appreciate it. And we love the fact that you show up to the fun fly with a smile on your face and ready to do whatever needs to be done and helping out in any way you can. You know, handling the store and uh, talking with folks and, and just being yourself, it's uh, it's it's quite nice. Dude. So thank you, dude. I got to stop the stopwatch at 30 seconds flat this year. Who, who, <laughs> who, who can top that, huh? <laughs> Come on. Awesome. What kind of fun was that? Awesome. So no, it's it's my pleasure. I appreciate the thanks. And uh like I said, if I anything I can do to help, I'm here to help the nation out and uh keep the store open. And uh we're gonna do a reorder here pretty soon, by the way. Yes, indeed. Those new so, no, no drones here shirts are flying off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, people are wanting those pretty good. I, I was a little I wasn't I was a little unsure, but uh uh, people are really digging them. I like that. Yep, me too. Hey, by the way, I didn't get my shirt, man. What's up with that? Well, we sold it. <laughs> oh, you sold my shirt? I sold your shirt. That's all right. It went to the highest bidder, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yep. <laughs> so th- we're going to wrap this one up, but uh, just a quick reminder, uh, Jesse uh, will be back next week. Um, he, had, uh, he, he had been hunting for two weeks, got a picture uh, in our, uh, group Facebook chat, he had a successful hunt. Um, I believe he was in Eastern Washington, somewhere near where he was going to college for a couple weeks. So he is back home tonight, uh, with meat in the locker as it were. So congratulations on that. Um, one other thing I mentioned it briefly, not on the show, I think in a show note or show description, we have decided that the last few weeks in December this year, we, 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 every year we say we're going to 
take those those few weeks away from the show so we can spend it with our family and friends. We never do. Um, this year, it just seemed appropriate, uh, especially for Justin. Uh, as you know, he's going to, the new edition will be showing up roughly around that time frame. So we don't know if it's going to be, I, I, it's probably going to be the last two weeks, but it might be the last three weeks. Uh, so get your shows of past downloaded and ready for that particular uh, stretch of uh, weeks there, because we will not be putting out shows probably for two weeks, I'm thinking is what we talked about, but it may end up being three. Uh, of course, everybody will be back next week, Sage included. Uh, by the way, we should mention uh, we we appreciate having Sage as the kind of the the FNG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's e- doing a great job, and even, we're getting a good positive response. Even I got a new guy. <laughs> That's right. Even Ken's got a new guy. That's right. Yep. So thank you, Sage, for for uh, doing what you do. I know you know a lot of people don't realize the commitment. You know, we've had a lot of folks over the years and we, I still get those emails, but I just don't think that a lot of folks can appreciate the commitment that from a time perspective, not, not just because you're essentially by signing on the dotted line, you're giving away, you know, a Friday or a Thursday night till end of time. Essentially, you're giving it away. Yeah, no. Plus your plus your time to do whatever it is uh, we need you to do, uh, you know, behind the scenes. So it's a fairly big commitment. So thank you, Sage, for for taking that on and uh, adding to the show. We do appreciate that. And um, again, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Ken. I want to say just kind of a big thank you to to all the guys, uh, Nick and Justin and Jesse. The show's really evolved into something I never saw happening. Uh, and these guys put a tremendous amount of work into what they do, not only just from putting a show together, but from playing with all the toys. I know, you know, that takes time and they do put in a lot of time just so they can further understand what it is uh, they're talking about when it comes to helping out listeners and doing reviews and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a labor of love. But thank you to those guys for for um, being part of the family, and it's uh, that's kind of what it's become, <laughs> the RCHN family. To be honest with you, and I do think we're going to wrap this one up, guys. I know it hasn't really been a heli centric episode; it was more of a "Hey Ken, what's going on?" episode, and uh, getting a chance uh, for our listeners to kind of hear from Ken and and hear his story and all that. So. Thanks for letting me out of the closet for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we get to bring you out in public occasionally, it's, although it's terrifyingly embarrassing at times, as I've talked about on the show every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, anyway, it sure is fun though. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, we sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode uh, as much. I didn't quite do that right, did I? We need to redo that. We're gonna do emails. We got to do some emails, I guess. See, it's where I'm off. There's a few things I, I thinking back that I realized that I've missed. I didn't really talk about what I did this week. I will mention that I did get some flying in. So go to hell, you guys, because I know Nick. Well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Nick and those guys didn't get any flying in. So I got this. I got the 770 in the air. Nice. Huh? Nice. 
Didn't really get to fly it a lot because I only had the one battery and, and I thought I had 570 batteries, but I forgot to solder in EC5s and, and the batteries that Nick and I switched, so couldn't fly the 570. Weather's supposed to be good tomorrow. I might get some in tomorrow, but emails. Uh, if you wanted to get in touch with... Uh, oh, geez, I'm totally <laughs> off sync here. If you wanted to get in touch with Nick, you could do that at nick at rcalienation.com. Justin at justin at rcalienation.com. Jesse, jesse at rcalienation.com. Sage, sage at rcalienation.com. Of course, Ken, if I wanted to get in touch with you. Hey, you can reach me at Ken at rcalienation.com. And it really feels good to say that. <laughs> of course, I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rcalienation.com. And I think you can catch us all on Facebook, respectively, yep. uh, with those names. Um, this about wraps it up. This has been episode 240. 254. Nope. 54. <laughs> 254. You sure hope you enjoyed listening to this one as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week. See you next Monday. See you later. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by BK Designs, Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Rev Electrics USA, Lower Heli, Superiority, and MSH USA. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email. sit in the cold, damp corners of your garage to rust or be sent to the junkyard for melting away for plank parts. Every day, the number of fly barless units increases dramatically, leaving fly bars to squander away into obscurity, not to mention the fly bar paddles. Carbon, plastic, and all of those KBDD paddles hoping to fly another day. It takes a little for you to become a special friend of the fly bar. For just 75 cents a day, you could save a fly bar somewhere across the nation. As a sponsor, you could exchange photos and letters from all the happy children currently flying their fly bar helis. So come on, pick up the phone. Call 1-800-SAVE-FLY-BAR. Thank you for your time and consideration. Save the fly bar now.